I might date. I might have dated a girl in high school just to hit on her mother. I mean, you never know. <laughs> okay, so it's just bodybuilding, episode fifty-two. Correct? Did you say fifty-two or one fifty-two? One fifty-two. Yeah, one fifty-two. One fifty-two. Okay. That's what he meant. Listen to what he means. Okay, we'll says. do it. I'll read you that. Hey, everybody. It's just bodybuilding. Episode 152. The morally flexible Dusty Hanshaw and the what oatmeal house? eating Scott McNally. Was that rice oatmeal you were having, buddy? Rice and turkey. Oh, that actually, ground turkey. Oh, rice and turkey. Yes. Okay, it looked like a bowl of oats for a second there. And, of course, me, turkey. Ron Parlow. I got a new background. I hung on my guitars. I'm really proud of it. You guys want to have a look? I like okay. that. I like yes. that. Down and the bike. Hold on. Let's get like the full. I'm going to get the full thing. Let me get rid of me. Show the whole wall. Let's get rid of Dusty for a minute here. So this is my my. There we go. I got my bike up on the wall, and I had all my guitars hung professionally. Nice. Looks pretty cool. I just got to paint the wood, but I don't know. I'm not in a hurry. Yes. I got this. So now I don't have. So it was a big space saver thing because I used to have the bike was you know in the corner and and then all my guitars were in their cases so you got to stack all these fucking guitar cases somewhere you know what i mean so now so now the cases are just in the storage you know the underground storage that we have at the condo here and uh they're all up on the wall so life is good i feel like i got like you know a couple hundred extra square feet to work with It's key. You know, anyone who lives in a condo, anyone who lives in a, that condo lifestyle knows that you don't want to be like collecting stuff, you know? Right. If you're going to collect it, you got to have a plan I, where you're going to fucking put that shit. I don't believe in collecting stuff in general. As at the airport coming back, the shit that people purchase at an airport to bring the garbage that says <laughs> yeah. where they're coming from, like, oh, I got this. I'm like, where the fuck are you going to put that in your house, lady? Put that shit back. No. <laughs> yeah. It's like way overpriced at the airport I, too. A lot of money. Of course. We got we got a bunch of YouTube questions. We got a bunch of catching up to do. We just had the Vancouver Pro. Right? Yes. This weekend. So I got a list of stuff. What do we want to do? Do we just want to talk about our weekends for a second? Well, why not? What did you do, Scott? What did you do? I went to uh, I went on a date with the wife for her birthday. Happy birthday to Victoria! Glad actually, we are recording. Was wife. Yeah, with my wife actually this time, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. We went to this mansion where you can take tours and stuff—an old historic place. But on the way back, uh, we stopped at a friend of mine's restaurant, which is Nicola's Barbecue on Telegraph near Ten Mile Road. That's north of eight mile for those of you not in Detroit. I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. yeah. is that two miles from eight mile? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, that's too I, close for comfort. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. Great barbecue, but I wanted to tell you guys about him because I don't think I ever told you. Literally, this was my first ever sponsor. Nicola's oh, no barbecue. Way. They sponsored me. They were like, "Hey, we want to help you out." I was competing and stuff, and they're like, "We'll, uh, well, what, what can we do for you? We'll, uh, you know, I was like, well, I could use help with like my gym membership. So they paid for my year gym membership and they're like, here, we'll get some tank tops made up for you. And you can just like wear those when you're working out. You don't have to wear them all the time, but you know, just to help promote the restaurant. 
And I was like, cool. Nice. Yeah. So they were literally my first sponsor. Nicole's Barbecue. That's cool, that's a, man. That's a legit so what's, sponsor. What's, I would take that now. What's yeah. the place like? Like, what's the place like when you walk in? What's it like? It's it's a nice restaurant. They they I guess I guess they really l- like laid into the carryout. They have like it's a restaurant that has like its own little door and its own little area for carryout now. And that was just like mm-hmm. hopping all through the pandemic. But they have this barbecue sauce that's it's it's got a sweet taste to it. But then it also has like that little bit of heat, just a little bit of heat that makes it good. Really good ribs. Uh, really good fried chicken, like not a lot of really good bodybuilding food. You know what I mean? It's all like really just good, fun barbecue food. Great burgers. I like some. I like some good fried chicken. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and and the, his his <laughs> their know? dad opened it originally, uh, and he he ran the place for years and years. In fact, when I'd go and visit, his dad was oh his dad passed away recently, so you know rest in peace to him. But he was still there right. in the kitchen, like as an old guy, like you know marinating the chicken every morning. He just wanted to still be a part of the place. And the the two yeah, sons, yeah, yeah. Uh, Velco and Tom, took it over. And uh, Velco mm-hmm. is into bodybuilding. He does uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He's really into that now. And so he took an interest in helping to support me in my bodybuilding, which was, you know, freaking awesome. And outside the box, right? Because you, uh, you you don't think of like, hey, I need to get a sponsor. Like everybody wants sponsors, but like you don't think yeah. like Nicole's Barbecue is going to be your sponsor. And that was like back in 2009 or something. Right. That's cool. That's cool. Absolutely. Well, speaking speaking of sponsors. Yes. We have to let people know that we're very happy to announce that Mutant is officially coming on board to support the podcast. Hell yeah! And you're gonna be you're gonna be seeing some cool stuff. You know, we're gonna we're, we got lots of plans. I don't want to rattle on too much about what I've talked with them about. You know, doing just uh, but you know, like uh, and even like giveaways and shit. Like we can figure stuff out to do like really cool stuff. That'd be cool. So yeah, you know. You know, so um, so obviously, you know, Dusty and I have a great relationship with Mutant and all that, but we never, we never felt like we wanted to like make them feel obligated to be involved with the podcast, you know, and we wanted the podcast mm-hmm. to really grow organically and 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 do its own thing. And and I, I, I mean, Dusty and I also had concerns that, I mean, the podcast might grow into something that they didn't want to sponsor, yeah, right, <laughs> and 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 we we didn't want them to feel. Yeah, hookers and blow, right? There's hookers and blow reviews all the time, traveling to faraway cities and testing out their hookers and blow. And yeah. Um, and, and, and we just thought, we just thought, like, we don't want them to have to have that difficult conversation with us. Like, hey, guys, like, we just yeah. kind of won't really want you guys wearing our t shirts at all yeah. on the show. Like, <laughs> don't mention us. You know? Don't mention you know us. Yeah, don't mention us. Like, you could just go ahead and wear your West Coast hat all the time, Ron. That's cool. You know, don't yeah, mind us. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we foresaw that that might be a direction the show goes. We just didn't know. Eh? Yeah. And um, uh, you know, as it as it seems, the show's gone in a direction where where they're like, hey, like, you know, we think this is super cool and we just want to support you guys more. And, um, you know, we want you guys to know that we're behind what you're doing and we like seeing you guys, you know, doing this this other stuff so so mutants going to be involved with the show which is really cool they don't want to awesome. be invasive that we're not going to be reading yeah. ads or anything like that like they don't have any real demands of us they just uh they just want to be present and we're really happy about that and that also means that you're going to be you know um you know 
kind of sponsored by Mutant a little bit off this this uh, podcast. So you're going to be working with them as well because you're going to be in, engaging. Scott's going to be engaging with Mutant, you know, to get like, you know, if we put a graphic up at all or in, like, any sort of stuff production wise with the show. So, um, which I'm you know, pumped I'm, and honored I'm, for that. By yeah, the way, I've always I'm, seen I'm Mutant as being like a really cool hardcore company. You know. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and a highly respected company in the industry. So I feel like I'm I'm very honored to to have them, yeah, you know, show interest that. in being a part of this. And and they have some really cool announcements coming up. Me and Dusty already know one cool. of the secrets. I dump guys. We'll learn together. Really, <laughs> really very gonna good be secret. fun. Yeah, there's a yes. secret that that we have that it, it, the mutant is gonna have some fun shit coming out. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, podcast moving forward. Like we said, we didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to like, like we've already had offers for people that want to like kind of get involved. And we're like, eh, we're okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's good to, it's good to have this moving forward. And, and, uh, while we're on the topic of mutant, my show mutant on a mission, the newest episode yes. from gold's gym, Venice, is out now you can nice. watch it on the mutant youtube channel i'll put a link and, to that in the description yeah and dusty is in the episode with me so it's nice. dusty's first time on my show mutant on a mission and um you know what having dusty on the show i didn't feel like it was my show that episode i felt like it was our show that's cool so it was uh it was really cool you know dusty had just as many stories as i did and um it was just me and dusty having a leg workout and talking about gold's gym and you know our memories of going there when we first went there and all that stuff, you know, he used to train there a bunch with Chris, right? So, so, yep. you know, Cormier. So, you know, Dusty went to Gold's a fucking hundred times to train with Cormier. And, and I've been there a bunch of times as like a Canadian kid going down to like, you know, dream. Yeah. I'm going to go down and dream right. for four days, you know? <laughs> so I've been down there a bunch of times and, and so it was really cool. So I really enjoyed that episode. You know, obviously like there's certain episodes like anyone who films anything and makes any sort of like content, you know, there's stuff where you film it and you think, oh, that was awesome. And then you watch the episode and you're like, oh, it was okay. Yeah. And then there's other times yeah. where you shoot it and you're like, I don't know if that was any good. And then you watch the edit and you're like, fuck, that turned out good. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, so the Gold's episode with Dusty, I was like, I wanted it to be good, you know, because yeah. it's our first yeah. time training together. And I was like, oh, I really hope it turns out. And they did a great job with it. And, and I was really happy with that episode. It, it was a fun episode to watch. So, yeah, I just want to make sure everyone knows about it. Um, the support for the show this season has been awesome. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, I really only have, I think, one more episode to film for this season because we have one in the can already that we haven't released. So, yeah, this, it's right. cool. So everyone that likes that show, thank you for supporting Mutant on a Mission. I really appreciate it. So now what about Dusty's Weekend? My weekend was a week. Um, <clears throat> so... Went to That's exactly what I was waiting for you to say, and uh, and just did nothing. It was phenomenal. The only thing that I did, we, can, we only right? yes, we only left the uh, resort once um, because I saw that I could ride horses in the water. No, but kidding. not like not like romantic in the water. I mean, like in the water, like up to their shoulders, where you, you there's, you're not even like on a a, uh, a saddle. You're just laying down on them and holding on for dear life. Holy so shit. that was pretty sick. Yeah, it was super fun. Did that. Um, and then other than that, it was hang out there. And the the biggest takeaway from the weekend besides relaxing was Americans, Canadians, 
we're fucking lazy, whiny pieces of shit. <laughs> That's a, that was because, the take home, huh? Yes, because <laughs> the people working there. So you go in, and obviously you're staying at a, at a high class resort, and you're expecting good service. Best service I've had anywhere. Anywhere. Like, that's the end of the sentence. And every single person there was, like, over the top. But genuine. It was weird. You know, sometimes if people are too complimentary, you're like, all right, bro, you're full of shit. Yeah. Like, they were genuinely happy to be working there. I got to know the staff. They work 15-hour days, 26 days a month. Um, Some of them live hours away, so they'll come stay there for... Uh, I'm sorry, 24 days a month. They'll come stay there for either 12 days straight and live in an apartment there. Uh, one guy we met stays for 24 days straight and goes back for six. And the average pay, um, not there, but of the country is 770 bucks a month. They don't get wow. paid shit to be there. Um, they survive off of, I mean, the money is good. I mean, apparently it's a great job. If you're traveling three hours, you want that gig. Um as soon as I realized that, the tips went up substantially because I was like, oh, like you give somebody a $5 bill there, American, they're like, oh, shit. You know, so we just I actually didn't bring as much cash as I ended up spending. So I went down and paid 20 percent uh, to get more cash uh, just so I could like hand it out because I was right. just blown away by the service. I mean, it was literally I think that. I think if 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 they were to come here and see what we whine about for fifteen bucks an hour and oh I'm yeah. so overworked, I think they would laugh at us because they yeah. work. I mean, I'm telling you, my butler um, starts in the morning, gets there at seven. Uh, everyone has a butler that's there, and they just handle anything you need. You shoot them a text, you got WhatsApp, and you just what do you need? Um, and he leaves at eleven, eleven thirty every night. Drives home, yeah, comes crazy. back to do it again, you know. And he has a family, so he was going about an hour and a half home every night, and then coming back in the morning. And I mean, I'm telling you, they were they were amazing. So uh, a lot of people go to different resorts and say, "Oh, it wasn't that all that great." I couldn't have possibly asked them to do anything more. So wow, very very nice. And I I don't think it was that. I mean, I won't use the word not that expensive. It was worth what it cost. <laughs> You know, we didn't upgrade when I got there to have like the best of everything. And I mean, they were like, oh, we can do this upgrade. And I'm like, here we go. The beginning of them asking for more money. Yeah. It was like 800 bucks. I was like, and then when they told me what I got, I'm like, do it. Absolutely worth every penny. Um, And yeah, like I said, then at the end, you go to check out and they're like, all right, see you. Like there wasn't even like an additional ask for gratuity. Hmm. Like, they just kind of gave you the wave. And I was like, all right, I'm sure glad I didn't think they were, like, dispersing gratuity at the end of this um, because they did, there wasn't even, like, a point to add it. So if you ever do something like that, definitely being cash, American cash they love, and you're set. So it was great. And I was shocked that by the end of the time I wasn't bored out of my mind or ready to come home. But I was <laughs> excited to be back and get to the gym. At the same time this morning, like, going to the yeah. gym was like – I didn't do anything, by the way. A lot of people ask that. Like, did you train? Not at all. Didn't even get on a treadmill. Right. Didn't do anything. Just took a full seven days of nothingness. I figured nice. for every hour I'd be at the gym, I would just smoke a cigar or two extra, and that should <laughs> balance it out pretty solid. Were you counting your steps? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I was very concerned. The only thing I counted, I was trying to figure out, I was curious about this, and maybe someone will know the answer. I didn't Google it, but I wonder if their alcohol, like their real alcohol, like tequila, is possibly weaker there. I don't drink uh, very often. And we were doing Don Julio double shots, and I did six one night, like two, you know, three doubles. And I was expecting to like stand up and be, oh, you know. I'm like, all right, either I'm invincible to tequila or this is lighter. I don't know which it was. And I watched them no, open the bottle one night because I was wondering if they watered it down. But it, no. then the only other thing I thought was the amount of food I ate in that day might have absorbed it. You're also forgetting <laughs> that uh, according to your doctors, your drug tolerance is extremely oh, yeah. high right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> 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 Remember? Point. Yes. You know, yeah, you're those, probably those still riding. Drugs. You're probably still <laughs> riding on uh on 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 how worn out you are from those. Drink a whole bottle. I was wondering if that was a, uh, a proud moment for my mom. Is your son an addict? Because he is tearing oh, my, through these drugs son, like they're nothing. My son tore through so many drugs they thought he was an addict. I'm so proud of she him. She tells all of her friends. <laughs> they thought he was an addict. He tore through so many drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah unreal excellent how was the show run excellent so yeah so my weekend um my weekend was hectic it was the van pro-am and um you know uh, that obviously we're super happy to have the show happening again because it's so great for the local scene and and the gym and you know obviously i coach people so it's great for business and it's just a great weekend it's like the big event of the year you know like the van pro-am comes to town and you know, Ian Valera comes to the gym and, you know, all, all the, all the, the kids are excited to get pictures with, you know, him and, you know, Dana Baker shows up and everyone knows Dana Baker. So there's people taking pictures, you know, it's just exciting. You know, it's one of those things. Mm -hmm. The guys are, the guys that are trying to turn pro show up and the pros show up. And, um, so yeah, it was just a real exciting weekend. I had five clients. I had three amateurs on Saturday. They all did really well. Cool. I came home, uh, Came home very happy and uh, proud of them, and everyone came home with a medal. Um, so uh, that was great. I had uh, three clients, and there were four medals, so it was good. There we go. And then, um, and and very happy, very happy with them. They're just all great people, and they, you know, it was it was it was good. It was a good weekend. And then on Sunday was the pros, and I had two pros, and uh, classic physique guys. And mm -hmm. they both did great. Uh, and, and the classic physique was the class of the weekend. The yeah. pro classic men was that was the class that was like really tough and the deepest class. I think there was 13 or 14 of them. So it was mm -hmm. like a good class. And that branch guy from China that got top five at the Olympia in 2019 showed up. Hmm. So everyone knew he was coming. So like a top five Olympian showing up really made the show, the classic division exciting for all the guys that were doing it. Cause there was a bunch of Canadian classic guys in the, in it. So they were all excited to go against him. And, right. um, I had two clients in the show, uh, Billy and Jaws. And, um, and I was really happy. Jaws wound up placing second wow. and, um, and having a, a fucking real, posed down with uh branch the guy the guy for who who won the show and and adam the guy who got third who was just unbelievably peeled 
But um, I don't know if Scott wants to throw photos of these guys I'll, out I'll, later. I was but, thinking that. Yeah, I'll find yeah, something. Yeah. I'll add it in post-production. Yeah. Yeah, the classic was great, and the top three pose down was amazing, and they were they were all awesome, and um, it was just real exciting, and um, and you know, so I, I had a successful weekend, and you know how it is when you got five clients <laughs> in oh, yeah. one weekend, and two of them are pros, yeah. So there's this added pressure, and then all of a sudden you're done with all of them. Hmm. It's that. So I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning with that like. <laughs> You know the day after you write your final exams? Yeah, yeah. You know? You wake up the day after final exams and you're like, ah, I don't even have to go to class today. You yeah. know? I eventually have to go back to class because I got some more tests in a few months. But today, I don't have to go to class. I don't have to check my phone till right. like fucking, you know, the, the, the next closest guy I got is, is three weeks out. So right. he can wait till he can wait till 2 p.m. to hear from me. Right. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just yeah, you need that one morning where you just don't look at your phone. You just go straight to coffee and you know there you go. just have a little so so that's my that's that's how it is when you coach coach people, you know, at those shows. You those little moments the day after you you, you want to just go for breakfast with your buddies or something and not look at your phone, you know? So Yeah, for sure. So that's, that's my cool. weekend. How was the, uh, the, you know, how was the open? Oh, so yeah, so the open. So Ian Valer's there. Mm -hmm. So everyone's pretty much assuming Ian's going to win, right? I mean, right. there's only, I think there was only six guys in the open. It was a small show. So everyone's like, oh, well, you know, Ian's just going to come and punch his ticket for the O. And um, Antoine shows up. Hmm. And Antoine looks fucking awesome. Nice. Like right. the the best he's ever looked ever. Just crazy <laughs> ripped shredded hamstrings and glutes, enormous legs. He's like 265 pounds. And then comes out and does one of the funnest posing routines I have ever fucking seen. No kidding. What was so great about it? He just comes out and superheroes it. Okay. He just comes out and he's got sound effects and motion effects. So he'll do he'll like go down and then you hear like a like something flying through the air. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and he puts his hand up and catches an imaginary sword. <laughs> and then and then you hear the sword go ching as he slices the head off the dragon or whatever he's battling in in his in his in his routine, right? That's, That's fun. That's cool. And and the crowd just pops. Yeah. Boom! The crowd just, they lose their shit when he catches the sword and you hear the sword go, <laughs> shing! And then he, and then the metal music starts because it's like fantasy music, right? Yeah. And then the fucking right. sword comes out and now the metal starts. And then he stands up and he, he just goes into all these poses. Like Antoine's such a great poser because you know he, how he's like an anime guy? Yeah. He does like anime poses. Like it's hard to describe, but you imagine how anime characters are drawn. Yeah. They're not mm -hmm. conventional bodybuilding poses. Huh. He puts his body right. in like those car those cartoon positions. And mm. and he'll hold it for a second and then he'll pop into a front double. Cool. That's fun. Right. And then he he'll he'll go into like another pose like, you know, something with his hands like in like, you know, like really artsy, but it's not it's not graceful 
um, like arty art, like it's pretentious superhero yeah. art. Yeah. Yes. It's right. superhero art. All, all of the stuff he's doing that's artistic is right out of a comic book. Huh. Like he's up on his toes, up on his toes with his like hands above him, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then he'll drop down into his side chest, you know, and I don't know. I just, I, I hadn't seen, uh, like I've seen some really great posing routines, obviously, you know, we saw some great ones at the Arnold and the awesome music everybody had. And, um, but I just, you know, it was, it was, it was just a real highlight of the weekend for me, Antoine's posing routine. It was like the nice. funnest moment of the show. And, and I, I also was really, cause I, I love seeing other people enjoy bodybuilding. Yeah. Right. Right. Because I've loved it my whole life. So the last thing I want is for like my friends or my clients, families or people from my gym coming and going, Oh yeah, the show is all right. And not getting it really. No, I, yeah. I want them to fucking love the show, even though it's not our show. It doesn't fuck like it's, it's the band pro. I want the show to be huge, you know? Yeah. So right. seeing the crowd, like the entire crowd was losing their mind when Antoine was posing. Like he, that's the, awesome. The, yeah. Like the entire crowd, everybody was like, holy fuck. <laughs> like it was really great. And I just want to make nice. sure, like, I don't know if Antoine will ever hear this, but you know what I mean? Like, I just want to make sure that I mentioned that I, I had that in my notes. Talk about Antoine's routine. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and afterwards, it generated a conversation that I had two different groups of people. So I, I walk outside after the show and right away, my, I was a group of my friends and they go, Hey, come here. And I walk over and they go, should they start scoring posing routines? Huh? Right. And I go, I know exactly what this is about. Right. Right. So anyways, back to the show. Um, Antoine comes out, looks amazing. And it's him and Ian one and two. Obviously. And some of the other guys were surprisingly good. I met a couple of your friends, Dusty. I met Mm -hmm. Seth, who wound up in fifth. I think he said he was from Utah. Is he from Utah? Anyways, I can't. Oh, the guy from Utah uh, got third. Jonas. 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 He got third. He's with Chris. Oh, I know Jonas. Yeah. 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 He got third there. He got third, I think. Hell yeah. I mean, he's a pretty new pro, too. He was top five. He was top five. I think he might have been four. Okay. Yeah. I, I just okay. know because the, yeah, the yeah. first call out, he was in the top three. I never even oh, I, I never even saw the scores. Hey, guys, I have to break in with a quick correction. Jonas actually got fourth place, which is still a fantastic showing, especially for a new pro and probably his best look to date. You were on vacation. Oh, then, okay, so so, so J- Jonas was the guy that you know, but then Seth and his wife, I met them, and they watched the show, and mm-hmm. they also know you as well. So, But they were they were great to meet. But but anyways, the top five was good. Like there were some some guys that showed up that I didn't know, and I was like, oh, these guys are like they're fucking big. Like it was it was good. And um, but anyways, Ian and Antoine were were the top two, and um, right. And there You're was right. like Ian, fit. yeah, and and Ian was just so big. So huh. Antoine was a little bit sharper from the hams and right. glutes, just a little bit sharper. And um, there were uh, there were things that Antoine won on. Like there were there were certain things that Antoine had that were arguable to win. Hmm. Um, and right. I had a few people tell me, I had a few people tell me that they actually had Antoine winning. Um, mm-hmm. But the the vast majority did say to me because I, I was waiting for I wanted to hear what people had to say, so I wouldn't say what right. I thought. 
and and I had most mm-hmm. people come up and they're like, "Man, Antoine really was fucking awesome," but Ian's just too big. Hmm. Right. So that was kind of the consensus was that Ian Ian still had enough size that it just he's the winner, and um, it was just thickness through the upper body. Hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Ian Valer now has, well, he, he had it before. It's not like he just has it now, but it's just that I haven't seen him in person for a while, you know? And, and um, I was reminded at this show that Ian Valer has a quality that very few big pros ever really get. And, and it's, it, it's one of the things that makes you a true mass monster, but he has the Jay Cutler effect. And that is, incredible shoulder width on mm, stage yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. he is so wide huh and and thick and it's what jay had and it's why a lot of people who weren't fans of jay as a as a as a pro mm-hmm. they're the people that never saw him in person huh because when you saw jay in person you were like oh there's yeah there's something else like he's he's there's more to this body than everyone else. Like he's interesting. You know, it's that, that giant width, like Jay having to turn sideways to go through doors all the time and stuff. <laughs> Ian, ha- yeah. Ian's, Ian's there now. Like the other guys just aren't as wide as him, man. It's, it's noticeable. Right. And it, it makes a big difference. Like when he's just walking around, you're like, Jesus, you know? So that, that's what I observed. That's cool, man. That you sounds know, like a hell of a awesome. weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. You know, so, I thought Ian. Ian told me he was two sixty five. He looked mm-hmm. two eighty five. Like I couldn't right. believe he was the same weight as Antoine because, like, him and Antoine were about the same size, but Ian looked like he had like you know ten twenty pounds on of thickness. So, right. Yeah. So how how do you uh, how do you foresee that physique at the Olympia? Well, impossible question, I mean, obviously, but I think that in the current crop of guys, which is just staggeringly good. Yeah. Like when you think of think of the top five last year. Mm-hmm. OK, so if you're going to crack the top five, you have to eliminate one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So I still think that Ian is. I mean, Ian to me is a top ten guy in the world at all times currently. Yeah, of you know? course, yeah. but but top five, that will be the challenge for him. Right, like for him to move into the top five at the Olympia, one of those guys got to go. <laughs> Which means he's got to be. And they're not going to. They're going to have to go right? lightly with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're not going to go lightly, right? So like, he's got to beat Nick, or he's got to beat Hunter, or he's got to beat Rami, or he's got to beat Brandon. Or he's got to be. Who else yeah. was top five last year? I'm drunk. You know. So I mean, Did, those uh, are all pretty. Um, shit. What's his name? Iraq. Iran. Chris. Oh, Hadi. Hadi. Yeah. Not Chris. Uh, Hani's guy. Hani's guy. Yeah. yeah. Hadi. Hadi. Yeah. Hadi. So yeah. yeah. So you got to yeah, beat. You got to beat one of those guys, right? So that's where the that's challenge no big lies deal. for Ian. Yeah. No, it's no big deal, right? Yeah. But that's just me. That's just what. What the fuck do I know? Right. But that really says like where we're at with bodybuilding. Like those are all really good guys. You know, bodybuilding's in a really good place right now. Yeah. Where did he end up? I saw a video. He was like seventh uh, or something, wasn't he? I think seventh, but 
We'll get yelled at when I guess that. Yeah. Yes, I we'll find that. out when we um, put this out in the comments. Just leave it. Yeah, We're yeah, not yeah. You'll fucking know these guys don't even fucking you know where <laughs> What's wild though? So I, I saw a video. Uh, actually, I was uh, on vacation. I was. Uh, I saw a video of Ronnie the year before he won the Olympia, when he got like eight, yeah. I think, at the Olympia. It might have been. Um, he was already a cartoon. Yeah, I know. Like, People forget I mean, how good he was at eight. Like it was like, like he was, was ignored. Like so nuts. Yeah, it's like I don't know how he was an eight then. To be honest. So what I'm pointing out is, but then the jump he made was so ridiculous. I feel like now you don't have anybody in that top 10 that's like missing something as simple as needing a better coach. You know, because that's right. really what happened. He got with Chad <laughs> and that was it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. no one's like yeah. missing blatantly right now and still in the top 10. They're all slang. Yeah. So I don't think in the near future you're going to see a guy – jump from eighth to first or even eighth to second yeah. in a year because again everyone else has that full year to improve as well it's not like the seven guys between them and first well six since dorian was gone like regressed they all got better he yeah. just you know became yeah the best of all time I also got to give Ian some credit and, and all the other people that visited my gym. It was such a positive weekend for all the visitors, all the competitors and everyone who came in. They were just, just fucking fantastic. But I got to give Ian and his whole crew um, a little, you know, just thank you because, you know, you know, Ian's in the position to win the show and, you know, punch his ticket to the O and he's still taking every single picture with every single person, you know, they would train and, He'd go upstairs and pose in the posing room and hang out and people would kind of go up there and bug him for photos. And he's, you know, taking photos on the stairs and photos on the, by the bathroom and photos, you know, like people, and he would hang out. Like he wasn't rushing to get out of there, you know, like they were taking cool. their time, mm -hmm. like, like no rush, just hanging out at the juice bar, taking pictures and shit. So you just, you know, the members really appreciated that. And it's just, it's a, uh, it's a hard act to follow for some people. Hmm. Some people right. can't, you know, some guys can't, keep it they just can't keep it together like that during the show weekend it's it's you know what i mean they don't see the big picture or or they see it and they're like ah, i just can't handle this myself which is totally fine mm -hmm. you know you don't have to right. talk to people i mean not everyone's built for that but ian ian gets it or he you know it comes naturally one of the two he yeah, gets it and right. makes himself do it or it comes naturally <laughs> i feel like i'd be more of a like you i think are more on like a, a an even level with him as far as the bodybuilding world goes versus me i feel like i'm more of a fan and when i met ian i think it was the 18 olympia i ran into him and matt and a, a whole crew michaela was there uh they were all training at one of the gyms and this was like a few days out and he was competing um, and, and he same way all the way back then, you know, before it's before like yeah. everybody knew him the way they do now. But he was the exact same way. Like he stopped. He talked with me. We had just done an interview. So like he was really cool, though, you know, exact same person yeah. then. So that like what you're telling me now, that's the way he was, you know, five years ago, too with fans also right. they they did a fun thing where they brought the, all the men's open guys into the crowd for the pose down nice right nice. and and i was expecting them to because you know i've been to a lot of shows but you know you forget that there's a lot of people that do not expect that to happen right, right. so 
they 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 say, okay, guys, let's take the pose down, you know, a little closer to the crowd, and they start bringing them off the stage, and the crowd's just like, and Antoine and Ian just got <laughs> mm-hmm. swarmed. Like I felt bad for the rest of the class because, like, you know, they weren't they weren't big name guys, right? So they're posing and taking pictures, but Antoine and Ian, like, people are crawling over seats and fucking piling over each other to try to get over to, you know. People are screaming. They're like, Ian, come over here, please. Yeah. They're like, you know, like they're trying to wave them over. And, 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 and they were probably in the crowd for like fucking, I don't know, seemed like 10 minutes. That's but great. I'm sure it was less than that. But, but yeah, the crowd was just going crazy trying to take pictures, you know, um, with That's those awesome. two guys. I mean, especially Ian because of the podcast, obviously, being, being on Bro Chat and all that. You know, he's really got right. a lot of fan connections. So uh, it was just good, you know. But it also made me like think, ah, oh, the power of the podcast. Hmm. You know, here's oh, some podcast sure. at work right here. You know, how many of these people are crawling over seats because Ian was top ten at the Olympia last year, and how many of these people are crawling over seats because he talks about butt sex on Bro Chat? <laughs> <laughs> right. Very good point. It's, I mean, that's what really brings the modern world butt sex. You know? <laughs> 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 Thanks, Jim. Glad you like cocaine and hookers also. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was sponsored by Mutant. Just uh, Quick reminder, reminder on that note. <laughs> um, that's sick. Yeah, so, yeah, so anyways, that's 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 my... I, I had a good topic to talk about before we get into the YouTube questions. I thought I'd bring it up. Yes. Is there anything? Is there anything you used to do, Dusty... With your clients yes. at shows. Oh. So I'm thinking of shows that you attend. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Shows that you attend where you, let's say you got three clients in a show. Did you mm-hmm. used to do things differently than you do now as far as like how you manage the day yourself? Oh, man. You're just way more calm think, about everything. Yeah, I was going to say, I think now it's just. I, th- I think the, only, the the main thing that I've worked on over the last few years, which is not just the day of the show, but always, is, is making sure to tell people when things are going very well. Um, I tend to only make adjustments or say anything when things need to be adjusted. So hmm. in my brain, the fact that I don't say anything means we're where we need to be. Uh, I've really worked on entire preps when I'm happy pointing it out, being like, we're in a good spot, you know? Um, And that definitely happens towards the end of the show. And I think usually what that makes sure of, I haven't had a worried competitor like the day of the show in years because now they're understanding where we are. And by then it's, it's relaxing. You know, I think you forget that not everyone sees the world through your lens. Um, So, I was never stressed at shows. I had a hard time staying awake even backstage because it was just, you know, you're, you're kind of done and over and you know, you've put everything into the show. And I forget some people really need that reminder and, you know, the entire right, way. Right. Um, but that's really it. I mean, the, the only other alteration is uh, I did start making people. So a lot of times in the States, people can kind of stay where they want. Um, I have them all come to the same hotel no matter where they want to go. Yeah. They go to my hotel. Yeah. Um, because it's just, 
it's too much of a hassle. They're going to come see you. They're staying at home. They're going to they're going to drive in. Then there's traffic. It's a shit show. I'm like, no, I need you in room 226. That's yeah. your spot. You know, so that's it. I mean, yeah. just basic things to make it stress free is is the only thing that I've really adjusted. Yeah. What about yeah. you guys? Well, I I um I see all these trainers at the shows. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bag on trainers, by the way. That's not what this is. That's not where this is headed. <laughs> That's next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but I, I see all these trainers at the shows, and they're all at various stages in their training, you know, careers Career. and businesses. Yeah. And I can see myself in some of them with some of the things they've done, and. So sometimes trainers do things that kind of annoy me, but I'm like, hey, you know what? I, I did that in like 2002, 2003. I was doing that too. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about like, I I really think that it's important to keep the athlete very calm yeah, and right. not micromanage them. Hmm. And I still see the odd trainer that's like checking on someone's condition every 10 minutes. I can see the change. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? And I get it. Like, you really, really, really care and you really, really want to nail it. But I've just learned over the years that, like, there's a certain time frame that matters and a certain time frame that doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. And, and, and there's certain things that are going to get a little bit of a change in a short period. And there's other things that are futile. They're not going to make a difference until like tomorrow yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so I see. And so I think, oh, yeah, well, you know, that guy's. That guy's at that stage where he's still doing this or still doing that. But I just find it interesting. I I, I run around a lot less than I used to. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and another thing, too, I, I know a lot of coaches, like, like there's lots of coaches that do this. Like, at every single show, it's, like, prob- almost all coaches. Um, so it's all of all coaches fit into this category. But I see, I see you know, you kind of run from your seat, and then you run backstage and check on somebody, and then you go back to your seat. Try try not to disturb the show. Hmm. Yeah. You know, sure. you know what I mean? Like I've had a couple situations where like, you know, I went back to my seat and I'm like, oh fuck, the row filled up. So you got like right. oh, fuck, sorry guys. And you like go in and you sit in your seat, you know. So but then I, I will correct. I'll be like, okay, well, this row filled up, so I don't want to get up twenty more fucking times. So I'm gonna go grab that seat in the corner, even though it's not as good. I yeah. just try, right. I don't know. I just and that doesn't just go for coaches, that goes for everyone there's people getting up and running around right i gotta take so-and-so as yeah. fucking this and i gotta take so i gotta go run to my car and eat i gotta come back and i gotta go like there's you know shows are very in and out that's yeah. just the culture of the right. show but just like really try not to 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 you know block people and you know interfere with stuff and don't get up while people are doing posing routines and i don't know just a little bit of that sort of show etiquette i think is important and um you know I don't know. Lots of observations. But yeah, I think okay. I think the micromanaging is something I don't do as much of now. Like, you know, you look really good. You're pumped. I'm going to go to my seat. Good luck out there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I I think a lot of that is for the is is for the competitor's brain more than anything. Um yeah. I mean, for example, Chris has never walks backstage with me hmm. ever. He comes back. At the, Chris the comes back at the night like, show. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember I mean, Chris used to. You have to tell him what happened sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I remember a couple times at nationals when he was up there helping me. Um, 
like he would just wander backstage like right before I was about to go on. Huh. Uh, he just casually show. I'd look, I'd be like backstage with a band, like doing curls, and I'd look over and he'd be standing there and be like, Yeah, the back double. And I'd hit it and be okay. And he'd walk away. He did that once at Nationals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like funny. That was it. Yeah. He just like yeah, came I back, think that that's, back I mean, speed. for the younger coaches, I think a lot of it is, um, and I know I, like I, I was doing the same. It was, it was making sure people knew who your people were when you were backstage. Mm, yeah. It was, you know, there's definitely that piece of it as well because, and I don't think it's a bad strategy. When your people are good, other competitors yeah. look and they go, oh, that guy helped him. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's a good, you're not even speaking, but you're saying a lot, you know, so I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But as you've been doing it longer, I actually haven't been backstage at a show in a long time because by the time I send them off, we're done. Eat right. this meal. It also, you know, I mean, it also, it also depends done. on the venue. You know, when you're familiar with right. all the local venues, and right. there's certain <laughs> venues that are like really easy to run backstage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll go backstage like 20 times, you know. But then there's there's other places where they have the odd show where you're like, ah, fuck, you're on your own. See ya. <laughs> you I'm know, not climbing like, that ladder yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Or you got to go outside to go all the way around. Right. To go in the back door, yeah, it's like, uh, I'm in my seat, man. Just good luck with the routine. <laughs> you know what I noticed that was different in England? Because when I was over there for the Fit Expo, they had a contest, too. It was a long show, too. Like They had every division, including like people with disabilities. There was this girl in like a bikini division that only had one leg. She was freaking awesome. Like there were so many people though and masters and masters, masters and everything else. And um, I was backstage and shooting some video and pictures and, you know, just kind of watching how everybody, what everybody was doing over there. There were a lot more people with their coaches doing the old school thing instead of using a band where they would hold a towel. You know, yeah. where like you have somebody like pumping up with a towel and you're giving them resistance and they're telling you to like do five more. You know, it was interesting because there was like a dozen people that I saw doing. that. I never see that around here. Everybody always has bands, at least the shows that I go to. But there was like a lot of and I don't know if maybe that's a move, because as a coach, you're like you're kind of dependent on me now to pump you up versus because I, I think right. there's I don't know. But it, but whatever the case, though, I saw that far more than I have ever seen it anywhere in the U.S. Really? Were you shocked at the condition of the athletes at at a local show there? I'm always blown away. Like, dudes are fucking peeled at those shows. Yeah, there were some guys in in really good shape. And just overall, there was a love of the sport, which was really cool Mm -hmm. to see. We had uh, we've had Josh Maley on the show. Josh was back there. He had several clients there, so he was backstage. You could tell who Josh was because he was the guy who was like a foot and a half taller than anybody else. You know, backstage, <laughs> you could see him any at any point. Yeah. He's also the guy holding an axe and is a Viking. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> when I met Josh, he was actually standing next to a Viking boat. <laughs> You're kidding me. No, it was at, at Body Power in England. Okay. It was like a clothing yep. line. There was a clo- clothing, I don't know what they were called. They had some like, the, some, you know, Viking Norseman's uh, genre branding. Yeah. Right? Right. And um, so everyone at the booth looked like Vikings and they were all dressed like, you know, like Vikings, you know? 
And that's where I met Josh. He's like standing there, like you know, he had the T-shirt on, and he's and they had a Viking ship in the booth. Oh my god! It was just so funny. So that's how I know him. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know. amazing. Big fucking beard on him. We have a uh, we have a couple of the uh, YouTube questions for this episode before we. Uh... Yeah, I actually all of our time because we're cranking. I had a question <laughs> I personally wanted to ask you guys. So we were at the mall uh, the other week, and we went into Spencer's, and I saw the wall of T-shirts, and oh. I I asked myself, I was like, which T-shirt would Ron and Dusty pick out of these? So I took a picture of them. I'm gonna oh, nice. <laughs> I'm gonna bring them to you today. Here's our selection. So at the bottom here we have Big Dick is back in town. Shit happens when you party naked. I like older women and legalize eating ass. Actually, I think there's one more down below. Let's fuck. So you guys, oh. I, I thought I thought we could. I wanted to. Oh, it's wow. Important, important that I found That's, this out. I couldn't take any other YouTube questions until we got this one out of the way. They're all good, oh. but which shirt would you guys pick? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Well, well, I have I have been top left my entire life. <laughs> I like older women has been it's just been a way I live. <laughs> I, might date, I might have dated a girl in high school just to hit on her mother. I mean, you never knew <laughs> what I was there for. Yes. <laughs> I'm also a fan of that shirt. That's a good one. But I also uh, think the legalized eating ass is pretty funny. Yeah, I might even wear that once. <laughs> I just noticed there's that <laughs> sign that says great. buy four, get one free. So you could literally have all five of them for the price of four. But. Buy four, get one free. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically like, you can have all five of these. That's how this works. It's very simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was great. Five. Okay. So like the, the fact great. that, see, the, <laughs> the best part is that that you saw those shirts and, and you were reminded of us. Yes. That's yes. A cla- classy we are. <laughs> Warped shirts. We immediately. So, so the other day, you guys will love this. Um, the girls come home from Target and they're like, oh, they're, they always show their haul of all the shit they bought. And uh, I didn't have it in me to say it, but uh, all of a sudden I see a shirt pulled out. I got this Green Day shirt. It's the cover oh, yeah. of an album, and I'm like, I had that shirt, yeah. that exact shirt. Oh god, that's so funny. <laughs> I just made me laugh, and, I, and what made me laugh more is I'm like, I know you don't actually know any of those songs, right? But right. It's- name three songs. Name three songs. <laughs> I saw can't say that the case long view or when I come around. <laughs> I paid eight dollars for a ticket to see Green Day. That's how long ago I saw Green Day. Literally oh, eight amazing. bucks. Amazing. That's a, where was I it? Was it a small I saw, venue or? I can't remember. It was in Detroit. Yeah. It wasn't that small, but it, I mean, still, it was eight what bucks. Year? Give me the year. It would have been. Be it would have been for oh. the Dookie album. It would have been. Oh, 93? Yeah, somewhere right around there. Okay. Oh, That's beautiful. Fuck, really? Yeah. So I saw Green Day a few times. They were fantastic. They put on a great show. Um, they're They're really really good musicians like playing together as a band like i've seen all everybody live and some bands aren't that great live yeah but green day is tight as fuck like you know they got that punk that that you know they got to start and stop on the fucking you know what i mean you got to be tight to play punk, punk like that especially their old shit you know and um mike durnt is one of the best bass players in rock and roll he's unbelievable 
and their drummer Trey is a fucking nuthouse. And um, I just think they're a great band. My one regret is that in 1996, 95, their second album, Insomniac, came out, which I fucking loved. It's my favorite album of theirs. Mm -hmm. And they toured Australia, and I had tickets to go. Hmm. And I didn't make it because I got food poisoning that day. And I was laying in my bedroom in like 100-degree heat with a fan on me, vomiting my guts out in a fucking garbage can. It was the worst, and the concert was going on without me. And I always regretted missing that show. Mm. <laughs> well, it's not like it was a choice. Surprised they, made, just, so. surprised they didn't just stop the show and do it the next day for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to tell them afterwards they have to redo that concert for me, you know? I mean, who else after all these years? This is the thing. I don't know if anyone else listening to this does this, but I'm always amazed that when we bring up any random topic, Ron knows their names yeah. still. Like he's like, oh, and then this guy and his wife, Samantha, sweetheart. I'm like, oh, no, I, just, I, know, I know my band. I know my bands. I know my bands. It's amazing. It's amazing. I have a I have a friend that I met actually at the cigar bar, um, Rob, and Rob and Dusty. Ron look, wait, hold on. Dusty's making new own. friends. Yeah, I, I doesn't sound right about that. It was tough. I had to let someone go when I brought Rob in. Yeah, there's only room for three. We're good. (laughs) So, but anyways, this guy, I want to sit Ron and Rob down in Wallway. I have no idea what will happen, but they, you guys are like the same person. The amount, like he'll bring something up and I'm like, why do you know that? I know a guy who also knows that. (laughs) I'm sure of it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you two together would be the greatest podcast. Scott and I would be done. We're just yeah. out. It's over. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe it. one day you can take right. me to your cigar bar, buddy. You know what I mean? We're going to because my, my house is quickly building. So you're about to – I I came back. I have drywall completely up. I have a driveway. It, it's a it's a house nice. with rooms now. It's nice. Fascinating. So, yeah, your your room will be ready very soon, sir. Here, so, here's a question for yeah. you. Oh boy. Here's a question for you. I noticed something at the show this weekend. I don't care, but I just noticed it. And it was just interesting. I was like, oh. And the reason I, I, I guess I noticed it, I, I don't really go anywhere else, right? I go to the gym and I don't go anywhere right. else. So, right. I went to, so this was Girls. like my first event in a while, you know? Yeah, I go to restaurants. Mm-hmm. This is my first event in a while. And um, I noticed there were pe- a lot of people that were vaping backstage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I saw that, yeah, too. Yeah, like they're sitting. In England. Like they're laying yeah. on the floor with their feet up, and they just pull out their vape. And, and I don't – some of them, you know those – like, you know the ones that are like nicotine vapes? Yep. Yeah. Like you tell someone, like, quit smoking, but they're, they're still, like, nicotine vaping. So there, a lot of them yeah. were like that. They're like the big ones. Look like yep. a lightsaber. <laughs> And then, and then there were some people that just had like skinny little pens. So, you know, they're smoking weed pens, right? Yeah. That's how I think anyways. If it's a skinny little pen, I assume it's weed. And if it's a big one, I assume it's nicotine, but whatever. Yeah. Right. Not the point. Should point be. is I'll pull them out and take a big puff and then just like blow a cloud in the air. And yeah. Go back to sleep. Yeah. I saw that in England too. It was crazy. I don't care. Yeah. But I just thought it was funny because I was like, oh, are we doing that now? <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I just I just want to be back there when 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 Ron just pulls out a pre-roll. He's like, "Well, if we're doing yeah. that, we're doing this." Well, we're doing that, we're doing this. Yeah. Oh, I just classic. I don't know. I just I miss I miss the memo that that was like I don't know. First time I had what seen do you guys that, think? First time I had seen that was a while ago, like 2018 Chicago Pro with my client. I won't mention his name. Uh Pro debut. We Done. will say that people can figure it out. Probably Person, last name. Yep. We're 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 walking down the hallway like to the venue, and he's he just pulls it out, takes a puff. I was like, I just look at him. He's like, Yeah, there's no one around. He's like, I saw Mel Chanty doing it yesterday. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Mel, Mel that's your, Mel that's Chanty what makes it okay. <laughs> totally be fine. I saw Mel doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what That's made it excusable. Oh, well, no, yeah. I, have, I have no problem uh-huh. with the weed pens, but but I do. I think that vaping, regular vaping, I just uh, to me, it's just ghetto as fuck. I said that on my post yeah, the other day. I had a client's, before. yeah, a client's wife literally messaged me, and she was like, "Hey, I vape. It got me to stop smoking cigarettes." I go, "Cool. It's gonna make you stop vaping." Maybe my post saying it's ghetto as fuck. <laughs> Just a thought. I don't know. I mean, see, like, <laughs> okay. See, I'm happy they're not smoking anymore. I am happy they're not smoking anymore. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, that's fucking good that you at least quit that because that's really fucking brutal. I can't imagine smoking cigarettes now. That's one thing I don't get. Yeah, like, not either. I get. I get better. being addicted to cigarettes in the '90s. In the 80s, because yeah. you got influenced by your fucking mums and dads. I mean, my mom fucking sure. smoked the shit out of us. Me and all my friends smoked yeah. in like early 90s. Yeah, it was just I like get what it. you did. But you like, know? so I saw some kids, like, you know, teenagers the other day smoking cigarettes. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck went wrong? <laughs> yeah. Like, how can you be smoking cigarettes? First of all, we know now that they fucking yeah. kill you. And we have an alternative that doesn't fucking kill you. We knew in the 90s, yeah. too, though. But remember, it was like Gen X. We just didn't fucking care. Yeah. We like it was wanted. too much influence. Uh, it yeah. was still cool in yeah. a way. All yeah. our favorite, you know, fucking Eddie Van Halen had one sticking out the top of his uh, top string of his guitar while he was ripping his solo. Slash between the hair. Slash, yeah. yeah. Slash has, <laughs> you know, drummers have the cigarette hanging out of their mouth while they're fucking, you know, like it was just. It was still cool. I want to know what those kids are doing for a living that they can afford them. Yeah, yeah, I can afford that, right? I mean, that's my biggest question. I mean, I'm not judging. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You're you're obviously not trading stocks because that wouldn't afford it. Um. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just I don't understand smoking cigarettes now because we know and we have an alternative. If you've gotten a nicotine addiction, which is like one of the worst addictions you can have for how hard it is to quit. um, Yeah. I get that, I, but we got an alternative now. So like, I don't know. I just, I, when I see someone vaping, I was saying good for them. Fucking good for them. They're halfway. Well, way over halfway. They're like 90%, 95, 90, 98% of the way away from. Look, at, look at Ron assuming that they were doing worse. I assume the opposite because I'm a prick. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing that? You're too young to be addicted to something else. So just knock that shit off. Smoke weed. Well, I, 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 I do. Th- I, I, 
I, I do also like, so anyone who, who starts vaping nicotine, like I'm sure there's people out there that never actually smoked cigarettes. They just went straight to nicotine vapes. Yeah. 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 Of course. And that, uh, yeah, I'm just like, that's kind of interesting. A new generation that never they've, smoked, but they're there's smokers. Like, I've <laughs> heard it that, that at the high schools, they've had issues because the disposable vape cigarette vape pens, the nicotine ones, they're clogging up the toilets because they got the disposable ones. The kids can, because think about it. When I was in high school, we used to smoke, but we'd have to like go outside, go out behind the greenhouse, take a few puffs and then run back inside, try to like wash your hands and all that. So that like the right. teachers didn't find out you could vape literally like we're just talking about. People are vaping backstage. Yeah. Nobody knows. So these kids are vaping in the high schools and then just disposing, literally clogging toilets across the country right now. The, the same thing is happening with the weed pens. Like, mm. you know, if just imagine if you were, if you were like doing something somewhere and you wanted to run out and smoke a joint, you'd have to like sneak out, find a spot, yeah. be real fast. You, still you stick the place in the smell. Give yeah. me gum. You gotta have yeah. gum. You gotta have some some you know cologne or gum. Or and none of it you works. Something but... to cover it up. And yeah, you gotta do something. <laughs> and, right? Now you, you know, smell like cologne you, with weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you got to do like the the long way around to come back in, so you can air out a little bit extra. And then you know you kind of stay away from people when you first go back in. You go grab a drink and stand on the corner. You yeah. know, like how we used to do it. And nowadays you just go to the bathroom and just take ten hauls off a pen and just walk back into the event. Just yeah. like no space at all. Like you see people just hauling on pens and then just going right into shit. Like it's funny. I just like oh man. You know. I don't think they're as good, though. Don't you think it's weaker in comparison? I mean, as yeah, a- the pen isn't. The pen is not. As Justin Shire told me, that is not a serious smoking device. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like, I'm not trying. Like, when they're like, "Would well, you want a pen?" I'm like, "No, I'm an adult. Um, <laughs> I smoke where I want to. Fuck off." <laughs> but I did. I did have a weed pen that someone gave me. They were like, "This cartridge is super strong," and I was like, "Oh yeah." And I tried it, and I was like, holy fuck, that was it. I had this one. I don't know what it was, but someone gave me a cartridge that was nuts. So they're out there. Get those, people. You know. Get those. Sorry. Okay. We got some YouTube questions? So we have, there. like, a I want one, though. I, episode I got a great one. Oh, I have a great one for okay, you guys. Go ahead. That, that We're an hour in. We haven't even Scott. started YouTube yet. I want Scott to start this one. Oh shit! And I stole I stole this off of someone else's uh, question box because I thought it was great. It says I'm a nerd. What's your favorite techn- technology advancement? Bluetooth, tape to CD, streaming, phones. What's your favorite technology change? Man, I, you know what I'll tell you is what I use every day, and and the people who like PCs are not going to be happy about this. I love the technology of being able to work all your Mac stuff together because we're recording this right now on my Mac desktop. I've got my Mac laptop. I've got my phone. I can take, you know what, that picture I just put up, I was like, oh shit, I want to ask the guys, what do I do? I airdrop it to my computer. I pull it on the screen. Like everything works together. And that used to be so difficult. Like, okay, I have this, you know, 10 gigabyte video on this camera. How do I move that shit? It's like, oh, I put it here. Now it's here, here, and here. It's like it. I love how simple it makes everything. So there's there's that. That's that'd be my quick answer. That's a good one. I I I can. I was just thinking of this the other day. 
I was watching a, a Bill Burr bit where he was talking about mm-hmm. Steve Jobs. And he's like, everyone says Steve Jobs is such a great man. He didn't really do any of that shit. He just walked into a room and said, hey, I want all my records on this. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's amazing. He didn't actually fucking do it himself. Yeah. He didn't yeah. sit down and write the code like, oh, I'm going to put all my records on my phone. He just yeah. told a bunch of people that are panicking, panicking to keep their jobs. <laughs> hey, fucking keep it on, put it on this. And so, but that, that, that to me is, is it's, it's, unbelievable that I have all Mm. of my music from my entire life every song that I could possibly want to listen to yeah Uh, like the the number of times like I'm such a music guy like I'll just be sitting and we'll watch an episode of a show and there'll be like five seconds of an old song in it yeah and I'm like holy fuck I haven't heard that song in a while so I'll fucking pull it up on my phone and then I'll just you know keep it there on my phone and then after the episode's over I'll play it I'm like oh fuck I want to play this song yeah and then I'll add it to my playlist I'll throw it on one of my playlists and I just I, I can't believe the the access to music and the fact that every CD I ever lost yeah. it doesn't matter now or scratched yeah, yeah, yeah doesn't matter now you know yeah um, I had like tapes that I, I I lost and I was like oh I lost that tape fuck you know and it's mm-hmm. just like so funny to me and um so that that to me is just incredible. And then I can Bluetooth it to my fucking car. Yep. Like yeah. I don't need to have the disc in the like just the whole thing of physical played music. Um, it's unbelievable. And I can be driving down the highway in the middle of nowhere and pull up a song that I don't already have on my phone. Yeah. Yep. You know? Like mm-hmm. it's not stored on my phone. I'll just pull up anything I want, Bluetooth it. Crazy. Yeah, that's great. No, I, I think that that's. I was going to say my my more specific thing that I enjoy with the music is I love on Spotify that I can cue everything. So like when I go places, I know how long it takes to get somewhere. I cue six mm. songs before I leave the driveway. Oh, nice. I'm like, this will get me right. there. Should be right around five and a half songs. Then I'll sit in the parking lot and wait for the last one to finish. Okay, that'll be perfect. Like literally, that's my life. I will get in the car. That's the first thing I do. Where am I going? Cue them up. Okay, now I can put my phone down like I'm supposed to and roll. And then I also love that because Apple really has taken over the world, um, I've got my my car has Apple. So you shoot me a text and it pops up. I touch the screen. Ron said, and it reads it, reads it to me. And then immediately, of course, would you like to reply? Yes. Sarcastic reply. That bitch gets it right. Fires it back to Ron. We're in business. So, right. yeah, I, I love all that shit. You know, I had to teach my mom a bunch of it. I gave her AirPods, and I just gave them to her. And I was like, here you go. And uh, she's like, oh, these are great. And then the other day, I'm like, so, Mom, are you are you listening to AirPods a lot? No, they're dead. I'm like, she used them up. You didn't charge them? She goes, <laughs> I don't know how. I'm like, it's the same plug that's in your phone. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> like, oh, right. shit. This is... Okay, we got to start from the bottom. And I gave her an, a uh, an Apple Watch today, so that one's going to be a train wreck. But oh well, <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a lot. There's a, a lot to absorb there. You yeah. know, I, I'm trying to give it a piece at a time, but I thought that the plug-in was going to take care of itself. I didn't think of that. I I also wanted to mention something that I'm that I'm fucking loving, and just in case there's a listener out there that 
is like, oh, I didn't know about that or whatever. But if you go on Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, you can quite often pull up one of your favorite albums. Okay. So I'm just going to use this as an example. So you go and you pull up, you know, I pull up Nirvana's first album, Bleach. Right. Okay. Right. I want to listen to Bleach. You know, I want to listen to their first album. So now when you pull it up, there's Bleach and or there's Bleach Deluxe Edition. Hmm. And all it is, is the album. Let me just get the camera here. So you get the album, right? And they've got, you know, the album. And then they've tacked on a live concert, live from the Pine Street Theater. Nice. In 1990, from the Bleach Tour, before nice. they were famous, right? And they've tacked on this remastered soundboard concert that no one's ever heard before. Yeah. From a little tiny hotel bar in Portland, Oregon, before they're famous. You could still get that when we were younger, but you had to go to the right record store. Yes. You had to get a bootleg or some type of UK import. Some kind, and it sounded like shit half the time. Only like a few available out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but now they're remastering these yep. old soundboard recordings. They're making sure their 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 fuzz is taken out, and they're made to sound as if you're sitting right there listening Which is to the crazy band. Crazy how good it is, and and they've done this with a whole bunch of albums. So you pull up Master of Puppets, Metallica Master of Puppets. There's yeah. a deluxe edition now, and there's like forty extra tracks added, and Ooh. it's like there, there's like fifteen songs from a live concert from the tour in 1985 from a, a soundboard right. recording that's really good enough quality that they can release it. And then there'll be like some demos and unreleased tracks and the songs that didn't make the album that no one's ever heard or whatever, or only the really crazy fans that had like the bootlegs and stuff have ever heard. And maybe they weren't remastered. So they weren't, they weren't, they didn't sound great. Right. But now they're remastered and they're on like, you know, digital quality. So there's just, there's, you know, I complain that there's not a lot of new music I like, but now I don't have to ever listen to anything new again. I can just re-listen to all my favorite old albums with all the bonus material tacked onto the end, and I could just live my life in my little circle over and over and over. So <laughs> this is the beginning of how men eventually is, buy new balances that they wear every day. Started out excited about that bit, and I wound up sad. <laughs> Oh, God, that's great. Speaking of, I have to send something to Scott real quick. Um, <laughs> you could, If you could pull this up on the screen for us, Scott, because I found a way that you and I can meet in the middle Okay, on a it, tough subject. And um, Oh, I got a screenshot. Uh-oh. I think I, I know where you're going you. here. Yeah, yeah, text it to me. Yeah, this, and then I can pull that up because quick. my text also comes up on the Mac. So there's that. Isn't that funny how that works? Yes. There we go. Scott and I meeting in the middle right here, right now. All right. Let's see. Here. On a tough subject. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> what do you think, Ron? What do you think of that? Those are called, what do you call Cruz. those? Cruits. Cal, cowboy. Cow croc, croc, croc boy, croc boy boots. <laughs> croc boots. They're croots. <laughs> so here's what I want to know. 
Does the top part come off? Can you just turn them into an ankle height shoe? <laughs> it kind of looks like they <laughs> may be detachable, huh? And like disconnect, detachable. I'm hoping to God that this is just a joke and that those don't exist, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, all Nikki on my said this morning I lost it. I do want to say a special thank you and a shout out to literally about a hundred people now who have sent me various different croc, croc memes. I have gotten so many croc memes, people telling me, show this one to Dusty or, you know, show this to the guys or you need to get these or here's an attachment for your crocs. It's, it's been quite entertaining. Oh, literally like a hundred. I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. That's pretty funny. I believe yeah, those you. Are <laughs> terrible. Those are fucking terrible, dude. It's terrible. Terrible. Oh, God. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. Okay. We've derailed this episode terribly. Sorry. Sorry. It is good. Again. It's good. Do we even have time for YouTube questions at this point? We literally have like a whole show worth of YouTube questions uh, ahead of us. Let's next episode that one. All right. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, we can do that. We can next episode that one. You know, so we'll, we'll call this call this. So we just teased them the entire episode that we were going to get to YouTube questions, <laughs> and then <laughs> this was season four of uh, of Yellowstone, right? Of, of Yellowstone, it, it, it didn't really go anywhere. I haven't seen it because of you guys. I know. <laughs> we just talked we're about this season four. Yeah, yes. Okay, okay. I'm good to go. Episode one fifty two. Thanks, everybody. Remember, like, share. Subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. There you go. Thank you. Okay, everybody, remember it's just bodybuilding.